Howdy, Pie Tribe! Thank you for being a part of my Passive Income Examiner Tribe. If you didn't know what that stands for, that's what it is. That's what's going on around here. I am grateful and honored that you're joining me for another spectacular episode about earning money on the side. I've been asked many times since starting my podcast journey how I make money, and today I'm going to reveal that secret. Hey friends, before we dive into the episode today, I want to share with you my review of the week. This week, it's posted by Crank51, who says, Lindsay provides incredible insight and inspiration for moms wanting a richer and more meaningful life with their families without compromise. Love this. And I love this review because not only for its inspiring words, but also it warmed my heart. It epitomizes exactly what I'm doing here, what my mission is, and it's a great segue into today's episode. Let me first say how excited I am that we have reached a milestone, over 150 downloads. Pie Tribe, I could not have done this without you, and I am just so grateful and thankful that you're here. This is just the beginning, and I hope my message is received by many more people longing to live a richer and more meaningful life without compromise. Please, if you have not already shared this podcast with someone you know who's looking for a little more out of life, please do. Let's spread the goodness, shall we? Hey friends, here's a bit of a warning. Today's episode does start out a little on the deep side, but I promise not to stay there too long. It's definitely a message that's been nagging at me, and I just really feel it's a great time to share it. And to start off, I also want to put out this other little warning, like a PS and then a PSS, (laughs) except at the beginning, (laughs) not a postscript, but a prescript. I'm not a fan of politics. In fact, I don't watch the news and I don't participate in any political intensity. I have my own opinions. I keep it to myself. Everybody's allowed their opinion, etc. But today, I just want to say I couldn't help but notice, even without watching the news, that there's a ton of buzz about this second stimulus check. It's true. If you've got a stimulus check, it was a huge help. I know it helped us. We got a new deep freezer. We could start storing meat since we live here 30 minutes from the nearest grocery store. Having extra meat in the freezer is definitely um, something happy. (laughs) It's a happy moment when I don't have to hit up the store on my way home. But folks, what if we are not reliant on a stimulus check from the government? Or what if we maybe weren't so expectant, waiting in limbo, wondering if we're going to get a handout. What if we could create our own steady stimulus income? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that's what I'm about. (laughs) It seems lately there has been a growing unrest. Do you feel it? I know in my day job, the clients that are coming to us are clamoring for change. We are being flooded with potential clients who are rushing to relocate honestly, with panic in their voice, a sense of urgency to get out of their current situation. So much so, to be really candid with you, it was one particular conversation I had with somebody who just sounded so desperate. He was like, I just got to get out of here. And I thought, what in the world is going on? It made me start looking into specifically what was happening in this particular state he was coming from. And I don't want to get too political. But the reason I'm sharing it with you is because it was so intense. I'm trying to convey the intensity here over the podcast, but it was just so intense that it got my attention and it made me think, what the world? 
And I don't know if you're aware, but there is a huge exodus of people relocating all over the country. And some of it is political. People are not happy with the government that they have going on in their state, which was the case with this guy. Others, it's a result of COVID. Now that they have the freedom to work from home, they can move wherever they want. And sadly, others who may have lost their job and are now having to downsize. So whatever the reason is, right now, it is an unprecedented time in history. In a time of great uncertainty, people from all walks of life are searching for security. They're reaching for something normal. And and sometimes that means walking through change to get to a new level of normal. This phrase, this new normal, is personally very irritating for me. I've been very resistant to it so far. And honestly, every time I hear it, I roll my eyes. But rather than try to rub against the grain, I've decided I'd rather repurpose it for my own life by owning it. I'd like my new normal to be when where I wake up to an alert that I made a commission on an affiliate product or that I have sessions booked with clients where I can help them escape the rat race. So if you're feeling lost in these crazy times, like you feel unsettled, unfocused, unsure, I think it's really normal and I think a lot of people are. But maybe you're really nervous about your current situation. Are you wondering if your company can withstand another shutdown? Maybe you were downsized in your company and now you have this desire, like you want to do something that really embodies your passion rather than just go out and find another job. Maybe you feel like God is saying, hey, it's time to start owning who you are and doing what you were called to do. Whatever is causing your current unsettled feelings, let me start by saying, I pray for you. I think we all need to just take a moment and send love and support to our fellow man. Imagine a blanket of comfort soothing the world. Let us all be wrapped up in this security blanket, if you will, and be empowered to find our way, be empowered to live our best life and use this catalyst of change for building something great for ourselves. I want you to know that if you feel called to reach out to me, please do. Uh, Don't wait. I'm here to help you find your thing, to use your passions to build a business and start creating your own consistent stimulus. For me, podcasting was the way to express myself, to get my voice heard, and it has really helped me lean into owning who I am. Every time I write up an episode, I am forced to share a piece of me with you that I've never shared before. And as scary as it is, every time, (laughs) every time it's scary, I also love it. Let me tell you why. For years, I have longed to be real. I hate fake. From a young age, I competed in rodeo queen competitions. I had to put on a smile whether I felt like it or not. I had to look happy all the time whether I felt like it or not. Once I won the competitions, I was an ambassador of rodeo and I would go to other rodeos and represent the rodeo or organization that I was with. And I was there in essence like a cheerleader for the sport of rodeo for the rodeo I represented, and for the Western way of life. But you know what? It felt, sometimes it felt fake. And I felt like, this is true, I just felt there were times when I just couldn't be me. Like, there would be times I would be at the rodeo and I had been up late for whatever reason doing whatever event or marketing thing I was doing, and then I'd be up early and I was exhausted And I just quite hadn't woken up yet, but I had to have that smile on. I had to be lit up like a Christmas tree, right? You know, ready to go. And that takes like intense energy. And sometimes you're just not really truly honoring yourself. You're putting on a facade because you know people are watching. Later, after I, you know, I 
grew up, I got a career. I started working in the car business. It was a male-dominated industry. And ladies, I'm going to bet many of you can relate to this. I always felt like I was expected to be cheerful and happy and show up cute, (laughs) regardless of my intelligence, regardless of my work ethic. It was like none of the guys were showing up to the meetings with smiles on their faces, but if I didn't show up with a smile, they commented on it, right? I think it's just this thing that men, or maybe it's not men, but there's definitely a stigma where women are kind of expected to be the cheerleader of an organization or the group. Thankfully, eventually I did find a company that valued me for my skills and not just for having a cheerful, bubbly attitude. So needless to say, most of my career experience has been in a position where it's not okay to just be myself. And for me, podcasting has been the answer. I get to be me. I can show up without makeup. I can laugh. I can be silly in one episode and then serious and heartfelt in another. I don't have to be someone I'm not. I can tell you the struggles and the difficulties I've had and the successes. I don't have to put on a show that, oh, I'm all this high and mighty and I look everything I've done and come do it with me. I can just be real. I have never felt more in line with who I am than since I started podcasting. This is what I want for you. I want you to feel alignment with who you are. I want to see you thrive in a purpose-driven environment that lights you up and through you lights up the people you come in contact with and so on. I have come to realize that for me, coaching is not just about reaching one person. It's about reaching many. It's about elevating humanity like in the movie, Pay It Forward. Now, I want to switch gears just a moment and I want to give you an update on my podcasting business, not just on how I feel about it, right? Because I just kind of told you that, but logistically what it's been like for anyone who's following me on my journey. It's been about a month now. If you haven't been listening or if this is the first episode you're tuning into, then you you wouldn't know, but I, I work a full-time job and I homeschool my kids and then I'm also building this business. So I'm mentioning that just to add context to this process that I'm going to explain. When I signed up for Stephanie Gass's Podcast Pro University, I knew the setups and getting started was going to take an immense amount of effort and energy initially, and it did. Not only that, but things didn't go as smoothly as I expected. The first mistake I made was rather hilarious. It was overlooking an important tidbit in the training, which was that it takes a few days for iTunes to pick up and validate the feed. So I had told everyone I was launching on October 1st, but I didn't upload the episodes till the night before because I was thinking I was doing it right. And then I found out, well, whoops, it takes a few days. So guess what? We actually launched on October 5th. (laughs) Then I had this intense focus on sharing the big announcement with everyone. Like, hey, check out my podcast. It's new. And I was spending my days um, marketing, basically, and sharing it out there in groups and wherever else. And I got behind on recording episodes and editing. I remember one episode, I think I was up to like 1130 at night and I just was so tired. I wanted to get it done though. My next episode after I launched, it didn't air until 15 days later. Oops. (laughs) Okay, so imagine the feeling of cramming for a test. You're trying to shove an immense amount of information into your brain in a short amount of time. You're on a deadline and there is a pressure to get it right. That's pretty much how this last month has felt all month, almost every day, (laughs) because I work the full-time job and I'm homeschooling. I only have a limited number of hours a week that I can work. So I cram as much as I can in that time. Then last week, suddenly my whole week was booked with guests and I was unable to get other things done. It's been like a complete rush 
and in it like in this weird positive yet negative feeling at the same time like I'm super pumped up about this whole thing I'm doing but then I'm also burning myself out I know I can't keep going like this I know it's just going to end not good right <laughs> so I have to fix it I also know though that everything I've been going through everything I just told you all that chaos and mistakes and the uncertainty and the burning myself out. It's actually very normal. Even people who have more time to dedicate to their business venture feel this way in the beginning. When I hired new agents in the dealership, I warned them that it's a lot to learn at first. I used to say, the first 30 days, your head is going to be swimming. You'll feel overwhelmed and like a fish out of water. And it's totally normal. The second next 30 days, you're going to start to feel more sure of yourself and a little bit more on top of your game. And then after that last 30 days, you're going to feel like I've got this. <laughs> and the reality is that everybody went through these exact phases. Then from three months to a year, they continued perfecting their knowledge and experience. This, my friends, for me is just the beginning. I'm nearing my 10th episode. I have only been at this for a month and as crazy as it's been, two things I know for sure. I am on track with what is normal and I already have hit phase two where I'm beginning to feel a little more on top of my game. I've made a list. I call them rocks in my backpack and I found someone who can help me with some of them. So I'm starting basically what I'm saying is I'm outsourcing some of the things that are tedious so I can scale my business. I've created a schedule that allows time for interviews both for guests on my show and for me to be on other shows. And I've decided that one day each weekend, I will dedicate three to four hours working uninterrupted on a list of things that I need to get done. Already, I feel more at peace. I feel more intentional and I feel re-energized. Even though I don't have a ton of experience podcasting, I'm using my 15 plus years of corporate experience starting entire departments and coaching employees to keep myself going. Now, for the goods, how to make money with a podcast. So people do ask me this frequently and they think it's great. They're like, oh, it's so great you have a podcast. How exciting. So how do you make it a business? <laughs> well, the thing of it is, is podcasting really is a platform, right? It's just like a blog or a website in a way. So the cool thing about podcasting is you can literally use it to promote anything. Okay, so like I have, you guys heard the uh, episode with Jennifer Harder. She is the How to Be a Money Master. And I told her the other day, I said, girl, you have got to get a podcast. My goodness, her information is so amazing. And she's just doing it in Facebook, which is great. And she's got her following. And by the way, go listen to her episode and check it out. But her content's so good. It really should be, I think, on a podcast. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm going to get there. <laughs> I know another person who has a product that they want to promote. And what a person can do is they can find a topic that's in relation to that product and then use the podcast as a platform for speaking on that topic and directing people to either the website or a Facebook group. Same with memberships, membership programs, coaches are, you know, podcasts are great for coaches. Whatever your business model is, there is something to be said in a podcast. And in essence, what you're doing is you're using the podcast as a traffic driver, okay? Because podcasts are searchable just like on, on Google. And another cool thing about podcasts is they are not necessarily location specific. So here's one of the problems I've seen with websites or a company that has a product, that like for example, my day job, they have a product that they build here in North Idaho and it ships all over the world. It's difficult to get traffic to the website because 
Google wants to say, hey, these people are in Idaho, so they like to drive traffic from people who are searching in or around Idaho. But often, the people that are their clients might be living in, say, Texas and moving to Minnesota or Michigan and are searching for their services but are missing them because Google keeps them as a target audience for Idaho. Does that make sense? So with a podcast, you're reaching a massive amount of people and you're bypassing that little Google, I guess you could call it a downside to Google in that respect. So in short, that's how to make money with the podcast. You use it as a traffic driver. So for me, I use it for affiliate marketing and to build my coaching business. So if you're feeling like maybe podcasting might be a good idea for you, either if it's for a business that you have or one that you would like to have, definitely check out Stephanie's Podcast Pro University. She helped me cut down the chaos and overwhelm immensely. I think that first month, this first month that just went by would have been easily three or four months if I would have even started, if I would have tried it on my own. That's the honest to goodness truth. I think it would have felt so overwhelming that I might not have ever even started. So thank you, Stephanie. I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart because it's because of that program that I'm here right now. (laughs) I do have a link to the training um, in the show notes and I must warn you, she is upping that price after the new year, which she totally deserves because honestly, that price that she has it listed at is super cheap considering. I encourage you to register and start the training even if you want to wait until after the holidays to, you know, start up your new venture. So don't sit on the sidelines and say like, oh, I'm just going to wait till January 1st because that's when her price is going up. And there's no reason why you can't start watching the training and absorbing the information and maybe making a plan and then diving in after the first of the year. If you're wondering how to, about, how to go about transitioning from working a full-time job to working for yourself without burning out while maintaining your sanity, I am getting ready to launch a free workshop called How to Escape the Rat Race. I'll be announcing the details soon. Join me in the Passive Income Examiner group on Facebook for details and click subscribe to this podcast to be notified. Hey friends, thanks for tuning into the Passive Income Examiner show. I am so honored you are joining me each week. If you haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe and share this episode with someone you know looking to live a more richer, meaningful life with their family. Because friends, we actually can make money while we sleep. 